Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Hey guys, we're going to be joined by Hamir Wright in just a second. All right, we got Hamir Wright here. So if you have a question, please raise a hand. We'll get started. Uh, Lauren Kirschman, go ahead, Lauren. Hey, Hamir. How's it going? Um, what would you say was the biggest difference between the way you guys played them the first time and this time around? Uh, we were just more together. You know, this season has been pretty patchy, you know, off season stuff like that. So, of course, the later you go on in the season, the more chemistry you're going to get with guys. And the ball was really moving and popping. You know, we were just fighting. And at this point in the season, you can give up or you can fight. And we chose to fight. And what was going particularly well for you guys there in the second half? Um, they tried to pull away a few times, um, and you guys were able to battle back. Uh, how, how were you able to make that happen? It was We were just connected. You know, it was one of the most connected we've been uh, all year. And um, we were out there having fun. And, you know, you got four guys out there on the court with you that got your back. You know, it was real easy to give it all you got. All right, thank you. No problem. Percy, go ahead. Amir, thank you for doing this. Hey, uh, just in these past two games here, you guys have been right there. Is it um, a bit frustrating to, like, play these teams really tough, to, like, have it right there and to just come up short at the end? Um, I would, Yeah, it's always tough. You know, it's tough to lose by two, and it's tough to lose by 30. You know, it's tough to lose in general. But you know, what we got to do is take away from each game and just get better because we knew halfway through the season, like, all right, we're going to have to peak at the end, you know. So we're going to have to gradually get better. We're going to have to work on stuff, make adjustments. And, you know, we took this stride as a team and we're really starting to hit our stride and, you know, really starting to get linked in and just hope it carries in. We just played eight games, 16 days. So we'll get to go home, relax and, you know, get more connected. And then I guess for you personally, um, this was your uh, – potentially your last regular season game. Mm -hmm. Why haven't we seen this from you earlier? I mean, were you just saving it for your last game? Uh, this was a heck of a performance. Yeah, you know, it was just like last game. My teammates were just like, oh, like you know, like, we're going to find you, go get it. And um, that's what I did. You know, you ain't really got nothing to lose last game, but uh, I'm definitely looking to carry it over, you know, in the postseason and try to take us as far as we can because we're going to need everybody. All right, big fella, thank you. Thank you. Chris Fetters, go ahead, Chris. Hey, thanks, Amir, appreciate talking to you today. Just uh, kind of going off that a little bit, is there something that you know, whether it's in the warm-ups or, or something early when you hit a shot where you just, you know you're feeling it and things are going to come together for you offensively? Is there is there a trigger? Um, I wouldn't say it was a trigger. I mean, I definitely shot well in warm-ups, but I always shoot well in warm-ups. It's more of a mindset, you know, coming out because um, it's easy to get down to yourself when your team's losing or when stuff's not going right. But, you know, it takes a lot of mental fortitude to just, you're going to come out here, you're going to give it all you got, you know, it's potentially your last game. Like, um, you know, told the team that, like, it's going to mean, this game may not mean too much for other people, 
but this game is going to have to mean a lot for us and just a measuring stick or where we need to be moving into the postseason. And then with, with both you and Nate fouling out, can you just kind of describe the difficulties of playing inside and against these guys, and especially with the rebounding discrepancies that you guys had and, and what you guys were able to do to help kind of trim that advantage for them? Um, fight can overtake a lot of disadvantage, you know, and, you know, unfortunately, you know, us fighting got us into a little foul trouble, you know, but you got to take that one on the chin, but fighting, boxing out, all the little things, uh, talking, uh, just being active, all those things can help uh, negate size a lot and the um, scheme, you know, a lot of things you can do to try to get around that. All right. Thank you, Hamir. Thank you. Dan Rayleigh, go ahead, Dan. Hamir, you said this is potentially uh, the end of your career. Are you considering your options? Because you do have the uh, the choice to come back if you want. Yeah, I haven't really put much thought into it yet. Um, we, not especially with the season still looming and a lot of seasons still left to go. So, um, you know, I'm also still working on getting my degree. So that's my next thing, you know, up on a priority list. Basketball, you know, it's probably outside of the season, probably third or fourth. So when that time comes, I'll definitely, you know, Maz Vida, go ahead, Maz. Yeah. Hey, I mean, you talked about you guys staying connected. How much is that, you guys understanding the, the concepts that the coaches are trying to have you guys uh, implement, and then also the team just staying together and fighting as a unit? That's everything, you know, because we don't got that. People are disconnected, never on the same page. I don't care if you're talented or not talented, great coach, bad coach, bad reps, good. doesn't matter. You won't win, you know, and – we were going through that a lot at the beginning, you know, especially with a lot of new faces. But um, it's becoming a lot more fun to play, and, and we're becoming a lot more competitive as time goes on. Appreciate you. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you, Hamir. We'll be back with Coach Hopkins shortly. Appreciate you. All right, guys, we've got Coach Hop here. If you have a question, please raise your hand. Percy, you want to get us started? Okay. Hey, Mike. Um, Person. Awesome game and a fantastic performance by your team there. Um, yeah. Hey, I'm just uh, curious about uh, the last play there. Um, I know a bit about your personal philosophy and like how you feel about not letting teams get s- set up and just kind of go at it. You, you guys were down sort of one and, then, and there was 5.2 seconds left. Just was there much thought process of getting a quick timeout to s- s- set something up? Well, we have a play that we ran, and that was the play. The problem was is we just had, you know, we didn't have our bigs in. And so certain guys were playing where the five man's supposed to play. Certain guys were playing four. Um, when we when they hit the shot in the corner, usually, you know, we get it and we're just going to go coast to coast. That For them, looking at that replay gave them a, a chance to set up by almost like a 2-2-1, two, two, yep. which we weren't able to get. We're trying to get the ball on the run, and if they can't get it to quad A, we get it to you'll, – you'll see where Marcus was and uh, and try to race it down the court where you get some momentum. Um, they they did a good job of keeping us in front. Uh, we passed it to Q. It kind of slowed them up a little bit. Um, usually with, you know, five seconds, usually 4.5 seconds. is our, It's like our four-second play. Um, you know, that's – when you're in those types of situations, sometimes it doesn't work out the way you want it to work out. But, um, you know, they – that that allowed them to set up their defense. Is there and I don't know. Um, is there a number there for you to where that you would rather 
like call that timeout? Like if there was 10 seconds left, would, would you rather set that play? I, I, I would have, yes, no question. And, uh, you know, every situation is just a little bit different. Um, I decided not to. You know, as much as they had time, they didn't have a timeout left. And I don't want to call a timeout to let them set up something new either. That's why it's so important. Like when, when it go, when a, a play goes and you can just get it out of the net and push it right away, the defense isn't set and, you know, you have a chance to score. And once they set up their defense, it becomes very, very difficult, especially when they were doing the two, two, one. I hear Thank you, Mike. Appreciate this. Thank you. Lauren, go ahead, Lauren. Hey, Hop. Hey, Lauren. What would you point to as kind of the biggest difference between how you played these guys today and how you played them the first time around? Well, early on when we played them, our zone just wasn't, you know, we just, we were just realizing like we're, you know, the length and a lot of the different things that we had, we just wasn't working. We we're getting killed on the glass. And, uh, you know, we've, we, you know, we made the, the adjustments. I thought that was, really, really important for us as we move forward, figuring out ways to win with this team. And um, and that was the difference. And so we played them early. We weren't shooting the ball well during that time of the year. Uh, and we weren't defending, you know, we're still not defending great, but we're defending better. And it's, it's also allowed in some games for us to rebound the ball better uh, for the most part. And, um, you know, it's given us a chance to, to, to knock off some good teams. And so tonight just, um, you know, they made a play, we didn't, and uh, it's unfortunate. And then I'm just curious about your team's mindset. And with the way the season has gone, to see them still fighting the way they are in these last two games, just what does that say about this group to you? They're just, I'm just really proud of them. Um, it's hard. Uh, it's a hard, hard season not having the success that we wanted to. Um, you know, that was the eighth game in 17 days. Um, you know, so there's no practice time. You're just, you're watching film, you're getting some shots, you're trying to, you know, manage your energy. And that's what I was just really proud of them. Um, you know, I thought tonight they fought, we were down nine second half. We, we executed offensively. We battled defensively. Both our two of our three bigs were in foul trouble, fouled out. And, uh, we were light heavyweight fighting heavyweight tonight. And, um, and that's all you want from your kids. You know, you want them to play hard and you want them to play smart and you want them to play together. And I thought for the most part, we did that tonight. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks Lauren. Chris Fetters. Go ahead, Chris. Hey Hop. Uh, appreciate the time as always. Yeah. Um, I was curious, and I don't know if you've even gotten a chance to look at it, but that first three that Akinjo hit that they went to look at, did you did you get any look at that at that at all? Because you you could have been going into overtime. I had that I, I, I didn't look at that. Uh, I didn't look at that play, Chris. I'll, I'll watch the film. Uh, but uh, you know, it's, it's we have different ball ball screen coverages when Riley's in the game compared to you know uh, Hamir and Nate, and you know they took advantage of it and uh, hit a couple shots, and you know those are the difference plays the difference parts of games where, you know, they make a couple shots. Um, but for the most part, our guys really executed the game plan to a T. Um, we got to, sh you know, certain guys that we wanted to be able to shoot. Um, we got them to be able to do that. And, you know, just, just that one, one or two plays that just makes the difference. And they made that one or two more than we did. And, and you just mentioned uh, with Riley, um, 
you know, it looked like at the end you were subbing OD and, and having Riley in defense. But were there some other things that you could try to do from an X's and O's or personnel standpoint when when both Hamir and it Nate was, had you know, we out? Were, we were contemplating whether to just go small and and just battle and so we could switch everything, you know, and make it difficult for them. And, uh, uh, or, you know, keep Riley and they kept just running a ball screen for a Kenjo and, you know, we were trying to figure that out. And so at the end, we just decided to go small, get into a switch. Uh, when the guy dives, you know, we were making sure that a Kinjo wasn't going to try to beat us because we knew he was going to try and force somebody else. And, you know, Tabellos made a big shot. Um, you know, it's got to give him a lot of credit. He, you know, you know, big time players make big time plays and um, they made the pass. He made the shot. And that's how it goes sometimes. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Andy Amashita, go ahead, Andy. Hey, Hop. Thanks for the time. You're welcome, Andy. Uh, just a career night from Hamir. What has he meant? I know it could potentially be his last game. You know, what, how would you describe his performance today? Um, yeah. He's been so good for us defensively for, you know, for so long. You know, the guy that gets underappreciated, I, I think what people saw tonight is what we see every day in practice, and you're just hoping that it – shows and uh, tonight he was you know who he can be he he's a really good shooter he works on his game he's a really good defensive player understands angles and defense and talks and um, you know we wouldn't have had a chance to win without his performance tonight I was really proud of him definitely and then beyond the court a four-year guy he's been with you pretty much since you got here you know what does he mean to this program you know, geez, to me uh, personally, uh, you know, a guy who came um, all the way from the East to come uh, play uh, for a new group of coaches and uh, for an incredible school. And, uh, you know, these uh, means of the world, all our players do. You know, our players all come to play for us. And um, anytime during their end of their career playing their last games it's always emotional because they've given you know people only see the games but they don't see behind the scenes what they give us on a day-to-day basis and how hard they work and so i was just proud that he could have that game i just wish we could have gave him a victory tonight awesome thanks hop you're welcome dan Rayley, go ahead dan i'm mike with 18 seconds left you guys had the lead and the ball and then what i think was probably the toughest play to handle all season came next with an offensive foul. What, what did you see there, and what what would you have wanted? Well, we uh, are you talking about Quade's offensive foul? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, you want to have your 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 top player with the ball. Uh, we didn't want to bring in a ball screen for him because they were starting to blitz the ball screen, uh, and so we just, you know, we used to run it for Jalen Noel over and over and over, and you know sometimes that happens. Uh, it's unfortunate that we didn't get a shot, but you know, you, you put your, the ball in a, in a playmaker's hand. He's been great from the foul line. He's got a really good one-on-one game and he just kind of, I thought he was going to step back and shoot his patented shot, but you know, he's, he must've saw something different. Uh, but uh, yeah, tough play. All right. Maz Vida, go ahead, Maz. Yeah. Hey, Hop. Um, I mean, I mean, you talked about the team was connected. You guys have been connected all season in terms of just the spirit and guys playing together. Did you see the connectedness 
play out in execution and in the schemes and what you guys had on the court? I thought we executed as good as we've executed all year in the second half tonight. Uh, we scored, I think, seven straight possessions against a really good defensive team. And, uh, you know, they were, you know, when you when he says connected, you watch it when you huddle, you watch guys talking to each other, you look at guys making the extra pass. Um, and I, I, I really felt that tonight. Uh, it's about executing the game plan and I've got your back and you've got mine. And I thought all year we haven't, that's one of the reasons why we haven't been able to, you know, we had to do it for longer periods of time. And I thought tonight we really, um, really, really have had a really good effort tonight in that regards. And, uh, you know, that's why you make shots. That's why you make foul shots. That's why you, you know, it's team defense, it's team offense. It's not one or two guys. And I thought even tonight having five guys in double figures, that's the first time that's happened this season. We've had guys with big games, but this tonight was a, was a great team effort, just came up a little bit short. Eight games, 17 days, and then you've got 10 days off. How excited are you just to kind of get in that lab and look at what's happened and get ready for the upcoming postseason? You know, we, we just keep going with DMGB. It doesn't matter, get better. And so that's kind of our focus every day. Um, obviously, the rest will help. I think the long layoff will be, you know, it's always tough in terms of keeping the rhythm and keeping the game rhythm. Um, but but uh, time off will be good. Heal some wounds, uh, get in the video, have some really good practices. Um, we've proven to play against, you know, play well against some of the top teams in the league. And hopefully we can go down there and, one game at a time and, and, and play our best basketball of the year. Appreciate you, Coach. Thank you. Go dogs. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.